0: Welcome back to Emmaism, a philosophy podcast for students of philosophy, because that really is what we all are, seekers of knowledge. Fate is a frightening idea. Even going as far back as Homeric times, people love to have control over their lives, and they thrive through their awareness of their autonomy. American culture and politics have the principles of free will, individual empowerment, and the exercise of autonomy ingrained. It's empowering to make a decision, especially when the said decision carries a lot of weight or will have a big influence on what the future of your situation will look like. This self-directed and largely uninhibited decision-making process is what we commonly refer to as free will. Free will is defined by multiple sources as the ability to act without the constraint of fate. In an attempt to reconcile the mutually exclusive nature of fate and free will, I'm going to be attempting to alter our common definition of free will by the end of this podcast. It's a tall order, I know, but we're going to try to achieve it. Now, the problem that we encounter that makes free will and fate mutually exclusive is that free will is unconstrained actions and the manifestation of our autonomy. And then fate strips people of that autonomy and acts as some sort of divine mover or constrainer, as some people would coin the term, that controls everything in the universe with a predetermined outcome that's beyond our capacity at multiple levels. Everything in the universe includes every individual's decision, placement, and condition in society. And the concept of fate angers people because of just that. No one likes to be constrained. That's why people seek to live in places that allow them to do things that bring them empowerment and allow them to feel free. After all, freedom, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are the three general pillars of the United States establishment and progression. Given, or rather believing that faith exists, in our day-to-day lives we're offered the illusion of freedom. The illusion is offered to us through our mentality and our definition of free will. We believe that we live in such a condition that allows us to act in a way that is totally unique, individual, and unconstrained. The dilemma we're faced with as either people of a certain belief or of a religious system is that what is the role of our free will if fate does exist? How can it be that our seemingly free decisions and will are actually inhibited or rather rendered obsolete if fate exists? And how are we okay with that? And that question's upsetting to anyone who prides themselves on their freedom of choice and freedom of thought. Because if everything happens for a reason, then that freedom is just an illusion. These individuals who are upset by this argue that fate does not exist, and that an individual's choice is directly and solely what progresses the individual's condition. That conclusion that only the individual, or rather a temporal and imperfect human, is responsible for initiating the various rollouts of their life through the exercise of their individual free will seems a little grandiose to me. In my opinion and for the sake of this exploration fate does exist and there is indeed some divine being that controls fate or rather each individual's fate perhaps we need individual experiences to rationalize our belief in fate or a divine ruler i know that i'm convinced that everything happens for a reason because of a special experience that i went through recently i spent the first 17 years of my life believing that I would be a professional ballet dancer one day. I trained thousands of hours in the span of my development and participated in several pre-professional ballet competitions. I was absolutely convinced that this was my calling. However, just this time last year, I suffered an injury that forced me from dancing seven days a week to struggling to walk for several months. No longer could I have pursued a professional career, So i started my studies at the villanova school of business it was that first semester when i discovered my love for philosophy and found my calling i was meant to come study philosophy and i was not meant to do ballet for the rest of my life now i'm happier than i could have ever imagined and i contribute this story to fate it's a meaningful personal experience like this that makes you realize that free will is just an illusion in the grand scheme of the universe. We've all heard stories like this where someone goes through hardship and then comes to realize that it's made them stronger in self, help them in discovering their faith, or aiding them in developing a new perspective. All of this is naturally for the betterment of their condition. I was stripped of something that I defined my life by in order to find my true calling. It's not something I could have planned or wanted to do. Without the interference of fate or what I consider a divine source, then this experience and revelation would have never manifested. Free will decisions don't bring us the most meaningful things in our lives. If something's meant to be, it's meant to be, and if it's not, it is not meant to be. Oftentimes, though, fate does not bring us the positive, meaningful things. Sometimes fate calls for tragedy or a collective to go through a hard time. These bad things occur and are just as integral to an individual and collective development as the positive things that happen. This would explain why sometimes we feel out of control in a downward spiral feeling. Like when things feel like they can't get worse, and then you just feel crappier and crappier each day, but you did nothing to get yourself in that situation, it's fate. You're meant to go through that, and you're either to pull yourself out or to seek resources to get yourself back up on your feet. It's part of the divine plan for you. After all, without struggle, how would we measure tranquility, peace, and happiness? These are just moments of struggles, not eternities of it. Fate does not work that way. Fate leads you through your life in a way that the Divine Mover has mapped it out to be, or knows it how to be. What I'm saying though is that fate exists and it does indeed check our individual free will. However, to answer my question from a few minutes ago, free will is not rendered obsolete. It's a mean to carry out our divine fate and to satisfy our human tendency to control. That also gives us the leeway for accountability and order. Because if all we do is rely on fate or blame things on fate, then no one will take initiative. In this sense, our fates can change. Moreover, I don't personally believe that fate is static, and I have evidence to back it up. We do have a role in the way in which we reach our fate, and our free will must lead us there. It is not the divine being making the decision for us. It's just the divine mover being all-knowing and understanding where all the decisions will lead an individual. For instance, let's take a moment to visualize something. A weekend in a med student's um, life. They go to med school. And on Saturday, the student decides to go to a huge party late at night. He comes home really early the next morning, sleeps until noon that day because he's tired and not feeling well from last night. However, he has a huge exam on Monday, but now he's crunched for study time and lacks the motivation to study in light of his subpar physical condition from the party on Saturday. So he goes to the exam unprepared and barely passes. This brings his GPA down. In the grand scheme of things... He graduates medical school with a lower GPA due to the decisions he made during his academic career. Now, in some alternate universe or alternate situation where he made the decision to either study beforehand, not party, or just go to a party next weekend, the student passed the test and graduates with a higher GPA, ends up getting a better job. Both situations are fine and end up in similar positions, but the processes that the grad student could have gone through in each scenario are separated by uncalled for amounts of stress, poor physical condition, and a gap of GPA. Now, that little anecdote demonstrates two things that I've talked about. One is the presence of fate. In each possible scenario I gave, the student graduates medical school and everything's fine. But the second thing that it demonstrates is that the student's choice, or moreover his ability to exercise his free will, made him accountable for the detours or adjustments that were made to his end goal. Fates can deviate, either completely or just a little bit, like we saw in his case. Free will gives the individual the accountability that they are making the conscious decisions to lead them to their calling, rather than distracting them from it. The illusion is both empowering and convincing enough to urge people to do things with their best interest in heart. This illusion is also important to teach us lessons and give us experiences with consequences. If fate could just be defined as the plan that the all-knowing, unencompassing, divine being has for each individual and even inanimate entities, then I think more people could get on board and make peace with it existing. And I want to note that I'm trying to move from referring to the sort of fate as a divine mover from from the divine mover to the source of fate being derived from a divine relationship. Rather than something that constrains actions and renders free will as solely an illusion, fate should be and can be something fluid that relies on a relationship between the divine being and temporal person. The pillars of that relationship could be accountability, faith, and trust. Now, accountability, faith, and trust are important in regards to faith and free will. Like I said earlier, accountability is integral to this relationship because without the exercise of free will, then we would be blindly following and waiting for things to happen. Then When things don't happen the way we want, we would not be blaming ourselves for it. We would be blaming a divine source, which is the problem. A divine, all-knowing, and perfect being is never at fault. That's the nature of divinity. For life to go accordingly, then no divine being is to blame. Hence, why we have accountability as a pillar. Free will is our ability to be accountable for our actions as fate unfolds. Fate will not unfold unless there's an action to back it up. That's why it's a relationship. Both sides put something into the equation. Then there's faith. Without faith in fate and that the divine being has a just plan for you, then you will be butting heads with your own fate as you go about life. With a lack of faith, there's stubbornness and the unwillingness to change or challenge yourself. Also, faith comes with historical backing too. Historically, humans have relied on a religious system to keep them going forward and have something transcendental to look to for guidance without the faith that your decisions based on free will will guide you to a higher more developed state of being and without the reliance on fate to guide you where you are meant to be then you will be misguided and uninformed and finally trust is arguably the most important pillar You need to be trusting of the two sources in order to be successful in creating meaningful free will decisions in regards to fate. You need to be, one, trusting yourself to make the right decisions that will play positively to create the formula for a subjectively good fate. And you need to, two, trust your fate and the divine being. If you can't trust the divine nature of your fate and the meaning of your life, then there's no way you could get there wholly or in a manner that it was intended Without trust in fate, which is eternal like the divine being, then how could you trust your temporal self? Imperfection versus perfection. If you can't trust an eternal, perfect, trans-historical being, then how the heck can you trust yourself, an imperfect, temporal, mortal being? You can't. Trust in the plan and the eternal concept of fate will lead you where you are meant to be, of course, with adequate accountability. These pillars are identifiable in person every day. Fate and free will are not things that are detached from us and can be reduced to actions we take and decisions we make throughout the day. It's nothing far-fetched, nor are the pillars something totally foreign to us. We're familiar with taking accountability, trusting others in ourselves, and having faith in a belief system or higher order. In an attempt to wind down this podcast for today, I'm going to end with a little Dante quote. Don't be afraid. Our fate cannot be taken from us. It is a gift. Our fate goes hand in hand with our humanity. We are human, we have lives, dreams, goals and aspiration. It's in our nature to look forward to the future. So, fate is something we consider and play into each and every day. And that being said, no matter how you feel about fate, it is inseparable from your humanity. Where is your aim in life? It is not your fate. Fate is indeed a gift because it's an attribute that comes from our relationship with the ultimate, divine, and eternal being. And again, our free will is a manifestation of our role in that eternal relationship. Free will is not rendered obsolete as fate exists because our free will provides the actions that lead us to our fate. And since our fate is not static, it is subject to change in accordance with our actions. That being said, fate is predetermined and fully known by the divine being, but the manner in which we get there is individual and unique, yet known fully through that divine relation. No, Though we will never reach a tendency or capacity to understand fate and the way that the divine ruler has planned our journeys, we will be able to understand why we went through certain things. Of course, this happens when we're out of the thick of it. Everything happens for a reason, and if you remember to abide by the eternal relationship pillars of accountability, faith, and trust, you will never be misguided in your pursuits. That's all I have for today's Emmaism podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll be next time for a new exploration. Until then, keep searching for the truth.